Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by North Lancashire Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to the North Lancashire Libraries podcast For the Love of Books. My name is Chris Wilson, the e-services librarian, and this is a very special week because this week is Book Bug Week. And so this this week in this episode, we are going to celebrate all things Book Bug. And to do that, I have managed to catch up with two very lovely people. One is Ruth Borum from Scottish Book Trust, who are the people behind the whole Bookbug programme. And also I caught up with Susan from New Mains Library, who most of you might know from either Bookbug sessions in New Mains Library itself or some of our online sessions too. So I caught up with both of them to have a little chat all about Bookbug. And Susan gives us a little bit of the perspective of being a parent going along to Bitbug because she did t- attend Bitbug sessions herself with her little one and also being the Bitbug leader and taking leading the sessions and telling you how that goes. And also Ruth gives a really good insight into all about the programme as a whole. For libraries, the main part of the, the programme is probably the book bug sessions themselves, but there's so much more to it. And Ruth really gives us a lot of information about that and about how the book gifting part of it all works and how by the certain age, the kids will have amassed a great little collection of books themselves. And it's a fantastic programme and we can't really champion it enough. And there's nobody better to champion it than Ruth from the Scottish Book Trust herself. So she'll fill in and lots of really infer- fun information about Bookbug to listen up and catch that now. So, hi Ruth, thank you for joining me on the For the Love of Books podcast. I think, actually, I feel like renaming this podcast For the Love of Bookbug this week, simply because it's Bookbug Week and, and it would be worthwhile kind of naming it that for this week alone, I think. Um, thanks for joining along and you guys, you guys must be super busy this week with it being Bookbug Week at Scottish Book Trust. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, there's a, so much work that goes in from so many of uh, my colleagues in preparing this week that it kind of it's a bit like Christmas. You do so much work beforehand in the run up and then suddenly it's here and there's the excitement and making sure everything happens and uh, finally getting to enjoy all of the hard work that has been gone into it. So before we go on too much into Bookbug Week itself, we'll go, we'll talk about Bookbug itself a little bit beforehand. So it's, it's a huge national programme from the Scottish Book Trust. And for anyone who might not know much about it, do you want to give us a weekend, a quick overview of what Bookbug's all about? Absolutely. Bookbug is Scotland's universal early years book gifting programme. Uh, we're supporting families to read, sing and play with their little ones from birth to give them the best start in life. We gift four bags before the child uh, reaches primary school. Um, there are two books in the baby box as well. So encouraging that even before the child arrives into the world, that bonding, that attachment between uh, child and parent carer can happen. We know that sharing stories helps little ones development language social skills and that spending a few minutes together every day be it singing or rhyming or sharing stories really helps to build those bonds and develop relationships and for me the best bit is the fact that it is universal every single child in Scotland is entitled to this yeah it's, it's a fantastic program and, and there's lots of elements to it and and for libraries there's kind of there's quite significant parts involving like the kind of book bug sessions and and, and in some, some ways kind of the, the the obviously 
kids getting involved in the kind of reading from the book bug packs and things like that sort of stuff and things. Um, the book bug sessions themselves um, are hugely successful for us. I mean, we I, th- I, th- I sometimes feel as if we could put on a book bug session every single day of the week, all day long, and they would be full of people coming along to them. Um, and and in some libraries, we've got quite a lot of sessions running uh, throughout the week. I think we run, around, run about 30 at the moment in total um, on a weekly basis, and we also do our weekly online session as well. Do you have any kind of stats to the, the kind of show how successful that the kind of book box sessions have been throughout the, the country? Oh, I love a good stat. Uh, <laughs> and I love a good book bug session. Book bug sessions are absolutely incredible. 20 to 30 minutes of songs, rhymes and a story led by fantastic session leaders all across Scotland, many in libraries and community venues. We think that we will have about 400 sessions being run a week across Scotland, which is just phenomenal. We know that parents and carers and families and session leaders have just loved coming back to in-person sessions after the whole kind of pandemic that we've been through but online are also just as valuable as well and it's been fantastic to see those continue yeah i I think it's been a really interesting thing to see the kind of online side of things develop a little bit and and how different kind of library services have been developed but differently as well yeah it's it's a very different uh beast shall we say doing an online book like (laughs) session because you don't get that same interaction but we've loved how leaders have just embraced that opportunity to still continue being in families lives and we know that certainly over the last three years a lot of families have really loved the fact that they're seeing their session leader appear on their screen Uh, it's been a, a lifeline for many yeah, I think it's been that that kind of sort of personal touch between the leader and, and things like that is, is something that you really kind of does build up between the kind of kids and parents as well. Definitely. Uh, and it's and that's and that's definitely something that's been very kind of important to kind of continue on with kind of what the online sessions and stuff. Um, with the book bug packs themselves, um, Scottish book, book Trust, as you kind of mentioned there earlier, it's really really managed to get to ensure that kids get across the country get access to books from a really early age, haven't you? And, and, and actually, I forgot all about the books that are in the the, the baby, baby boxes box. as well. So, so absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, there are two in the baby box, and then there are three books in the four book bug bags that get gifted. So that means by the time a child is five, they will have got fourteen books from yeah. Bookbug, which is just phenomenal. And again, it's universal, well, so it's every single child. And of course, we will hope that they will then go on to going into libraries and borrowing more books. But there's something so lovely about knowing these children have got their own books that are theirs and they can read them again and again. And they can, we you know, parents and carers don't always enjoy reading the same one again and again and again. <laughs> but repetition is so good for children. And there's just something so lovely about knowing that across Scotland, even if particularly at the moment with the cost of living crisis, there are at least a few books going to every single family every yeah. single child in Scotland and then of course after book bug there's read write count so p2 p3 we continue uh yeah we love books yeah yeah it's, it's such a great thing like like so you can being able to have that kind of little personal collection that kind of builds up through the years and stuff like that it's, it's such a lovely thing and, and it is great that it's kind of available throughout the whole of Scotland for, for everyone and uh, I know that with my little ones kind of getting them there but it's always, it was always great to kind of just get those kind of free extra little books that, you, that kind of pop along so and, and they, they have been well loved in their household for sure for definitely. And, and they're chosen by we every year we have a panel of experts that come together to look at the books and decide them so they are very well chosen from um, very high quality publishers and they're just phenomenal books 
Yeah, and and with all this brilliant success of the book book program, it is only right that we we should kind of celebrate it, and that's what this week is all about. With it being book book week, we are slap bang in the middle of it by the time we kind of put this podcast out. Um, and where did the idea to hold an annual uh, event for book book week come from? For, for, what was the idea behind that? Woohoo, book bug! Uh, I think is where the idea came from. We wanted to absolutely celebrate. Scott, uh, celebrate Bookbug, but we also really wanted to shine a spotlight on the amazing work that is being done throughout the year, particularly with local partners running Bookbug sessions, so like with the libraries. So it's a chance to celebrate Bookbug, which is quite well known because it's universal, and then making encouraging people to go into places like libraries and maybe take part in something that they haven't done before, and then they can carry on that relationship afterwards as well. Uh, it started off with just a day, and then we expanded it to a week to make it easier for local partners to do something as part of their regular book bug session as well and we have a different theme every year which is always good fun to come up with yeah and i do love this year's this year's theme we'll, we'll go to that in a wee second um uh, so what, what have uh, scottish book trust been doing for book bugs so far this week uh, it's all about sugarling and dancing. There are so many incredible things that we have on this um, this week. So from Scottish Book Trust itself, there yeah. is a quiz that you can take part to find out what nursery character your personality is most like. I was Ooh. very excited to discover that I am Tiny Tim. And what I love <laughs> is that when you get told which one you are, it then links to the song about the character. So you can then join mm. in and sing the song. So I'm singing Tiny Tim the whole week. Uh, we've partnered with Tiny happy people and they have uh, taken over our app for the week and there are some new videos on there from tiny happy people with different ways of moving so wriggling and bouncing and jumping and all sorts of things you can have fun with um we have uh, very excitingly we have worked with sprog rock again they're an amazing group and they have created a new video for us um called sounds of shapes so that video is available on our app on our song and rhyme library on youtube uh, it's great fun and we filmed it with their nursery as well and we have um, something I'm practicing a lot. We have a dance challenge on Instagram. Bookbug has been filmed doing some movements from different songs and rhymes uh, all in one go without stopping. And the challenge is to see whether you can do the same, film yourself and send them into us. Um, the illustrator, so every year we work with a different illustrator for the theme and the amazing illustrator this year, has done a little draw along as well so you can draw a fish with her she talks you through how to do that so the video is on our website and uh, the incredible poet laureate joseph coelho he's written a poem and we are giving away five copies of his luna loves dance book as well but that's what we're doing throughout it all. We're absolutely pushing what's happening in the local authorities. We've got a web page called Find Your Book Bug Session. And so all of the information is on there. So you can go and find your local library sessions, what's happening, anything special that they're doing throughout the week. Yeah, we we do have a few special kind of uh, big sugar themed sessions going on this week in some, some of our libraries. Um, and also our, our online session that went out on Tuesday will be back in a uh, big sugar themed one as well. So if you haven't caught that already, do have a look back and catch that. And um, it's, it's such a great kind of theme. It gets, gets the act, kids active and you get to kind of share the songs and stuff like that as well. 
Thinking about the theme of Big Sugar, um, I'm sure there must be some great movement in dance, rhyme songs, and things like that that, that people can learn this week. Is, is there any kind of favourites or recommendations that you can have? And don't worry, I'm not going to force you to sing them if you don't <laughs> want to. Probably you can a good idea. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would say one of the things that was definitely worth looking at is the illustration that um, LM, uh, sorry, Emma McCulloch has done for us. And just look at the different movements on there. But some of my favourites, um, I always love Wind the Bobbin Up. I think yeah. it's just one of those that as soon as you start doing the movement, people know exactly which one you're doing. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Old Duke of York is really good as well for lots of stretching and bending and moving around. Incy Wincy for the kind of smaller, finer motor skill movements. And of yeah. course, you can't go wrong with a good old sugar wiggle at the end. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. There's, there's some really really good good uh, range out there, and um, like I say, the the one the the online session that we we did this week is um, by Susan, who will be following this uh, interview with you, um, and she has done some some great. So she she's done some great kind of lots filled it with lots and lots of movement songs and stuff like that sort of thing, and it's definitely worth catching. And you'll probably kind of pick up a wee favourite from there if you do manage to pick up catch it that one. Um, the one of the favourite thing, perhaps for me, the, from the book bug program for me, is the fact that the kids get the free books and things like that. We touched on that earlier on. What are some of the favourite kids books that the the kids can expect to see in their packs, kind of at the moment or coming up soon? If you know any kind of that are coming up soon. Yeah. The, uh, I've got kind of a favourite from each bag. I thought I would do it that way. It's a bit like <laughs> being asked, you know, Sophie's choice. What is your favourite? How can I choose? <laughs> so I've gone for one from each bag so in the baby bag. Um, uh, my favourite is Peekaboo Zoo. So you've got these fantastic giant flaps that open up and look at different animals. And I am a huge fan of elephants. And there's a giant <laughs> elephant in there that opens up. Um, so that's always good fun. In the toddler of the bag, my favourite has to be The Whales on the Bus. Uh, by Nick Sherratt, uh, just the bright colours of it and it's the tune that everyone knows but different animals in it, it's just a lot of fun. And then in the Explorer pack, which is gifted to three-year-olds, um, the personal favourite here, How to Catch a Rainbow, because the main character in it is called Freya, which is one of the names of one of my nieces. So I kind oh. of particularly like that. But she also, she's going out, she wants to create a rainbow. So she's looking for the different colours. And I like that kind of sense of going out and exploring and seeing what you can find. But there's so many amazing books that we've given away in the past. Yeah, yeah, there really is. It's great that publishers have got kind of quite so on board to support it as well, with giving those books away for free. That's it's fantastic. That's that we've had that support, and there are there's loads of resources online for parents and things like that. They can look up as well, isn't there? Like on the on the Bitbug website and on the Scottish Book Trust website, and there's also the Bitbug app that you've mentioned as well. So there's lots of stuff that people can look up and find out a little bit more if they want to find out more, isn't there? Absolutely. The Book Bug app um, and the Song and Rhyme Library, which is on the website, are fantastic because they've also got the words to the songs and rhymes and there's nothing worse than going, Old MacDonald had a... Oh, what did he have? I can't remember. <laughs> so we've got all the words on there as well, which is really, really useful. Um, we've got videos of some of the books being shared. We've got resources from Cool Scotland. So if people needed an additional support, then there are resources around that. We've got translated leaflets about BookBug. So if you're um, working with any families that speak a different language, you could download and let them know about that. Uh, we've got information about the bags and who gifts the bags and at what age. We've got session plans for session 
readers if they're wanting inspiration, book lists if you want to find out more brilliant books, which you can, of course, borrow from your fantastic local library. Um, and we also have Indeed. the, uh, as I've already mentioned, Find Your Session page, um, which just really highlights what's going on in your local area and also who your local book bar coordinator is. Each local authority has a book bar coordinator that we work very closely with and who are fantastic in supporting the programme. And they're often your first point of call if you're wanting to find out more about what's happening in your area. Fantastic. It's a, it is really a great programme and there's lots and lots of stuff out there that, that you can find out if you want to get involved in it, if you haven't already done so. I know there's lots of parents kind of find out about it at a very early stage and, and having a little one running about. So it's a great thing. But just wherever you were mentioned, uh, all but dollars had a farm there, it actually made me think about uh, I, I once once was told by uh, a friend who was going to, was helping up uh, one of the sessions about the, the the leader of the session saying that the, they, they used to pick random animals that you wouldn't necessarily normally put in the Obit Dollar Farm and one of them was a, a giraffe and then just remember thinking what earth noise does, <laughs> does a giraffe <laughs> make? <laughs> they had to kind of think on the spot to kind of come up but, with a random noise. But that's also where you have the benefit of going, kids, what do you think? And then get the children <laughs> to make something up. This is where you get them involved. <laughs> yeah, it's, book box sessions are such a great thing and um, libraries really love putting them on and it's great that the Scottish Book Trust have come up with such a fantastic programme and Ruth, thank you very much for coming along and telling thank us you. all about it and we hope you have a fantastic rest of the book bug week and, and anyone who's been listening I hope you've had a fantastic week so far as well but thank you very much Ruth and we will hopefully hear from uh, Susan and the follow up from this Woohoo book bug So Susan, you've experienced Bitbug from both sides, haven't you, as a parent and a Bitbug leader, haven't you? I have, yes. Um, not not too recently, but my daughter's now 11 years old. But yeah. um, I think uh, when when Beth was born, uh, Bitbug was really the highlight of our week. And it was um, one of the kind of most important things I think we went to as a kid for her and also for me. Um, and we get a lot out of it. We get a lot out of it. Um, and I've been in the been in the libraries for I think about fourteen years now, and probably a book bug leader for about thirteen of those. So it's kind of uh -huh. like it's all a learning curve, and I'm still learning things now, and I still kind of find wee hints and tips. But I did take a lot from when I went with Beth as well, um, and that yeah. certainly did me in good stead over the years to kind of. And when you started in libraries, did you want to kind of get involved in the sort of book box and things, or is that something that you kind of you, you fancied getting doing it at first? In all honesty, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like, I have an older son, so I've got a big, a big gap between my two kids. My, my oldest son's 21 and, and best 11 now. But when I first started, he was just maybe about five or six or something like that. And um, I think it was my first day, and our boss Rosemary came up and said, Oh, you've, you've got a child. Do you think you would like to have a go at book bugs? And I'm going, <laughs> What is book bug? <laughs> I'd no idea. Um, but uh, Donna, who is, who is a colleague at Wisho, who does a lot of the book bugs for many, many years, um, I sat in with her and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, after you get over the initial canoe, 
right, this is what this is. Um, yeah. yeah, I quite enjoyed it. It was, it was good after that. I, I think there's definitely worse things to do, to do for a job than, than get to spend a bit of time singing with, and, and having fun with kids, I think. So, I mean, Absolutely. it's definitely worse things for sure. Now, let's chat a little bit, bit more about your experience as a parent first. So, first of all, did you feel that it helped your children's development at that early stage, you think? Um, definitely with Beth. Um, as I say, with my older son, um, I didn't go to anything. So, book, that was my first kind of experience of book bug as a parent was taking Beth. I, I felt like Beth was always quite a... Um, she was a very cautious child, so she wasn't like gung ho, and um, she was she was a late crawler, she was a late late walker, she was never really kind of um, physical. But uh, when we went to Bookbug, um, she loved it, and I think that helped her language so much, and helped her have a, a relationship with books at, at like an incredibly young age that you wouldn't believe yeah. that uh, the age she was when she tried to turn a page, and she just got it, and um, I think that that really helped her. Uh, we are we are our development and our, our language and I remember when she was like for the age of one till I think she was about age of three every single night at bedtime we had to run through a full book bug session for the hello song <laughs> um, the story and then she would try and get extra songs out me and she just gets so much out of it um, and I think that was a wee lifeline um, for me as well at that point because it was just like sometimes you don't know what to do with new babies and you're just a bit like oh um, and book bug was Coming from being a, a leader and then going into it as a parent, I, I find it invaluable um, for her and for me. Yeah, I, and it, do, do you think it kind of helped with the, the social side of things, bringing out a little bit? You're saying she's kind of cautious. Do you think that kind of helped kind of bring that out a little bit for her as well? I definitely. Um, I mean, she was never, um, as I say, some of my, my book bug colleagues out there will realise that sometimes it's just, she can't, it's like herding cats, she can't get him to sit down and they're all, you know, running about crazy, um, which is great as well. But uh, Beth was always kind of a bit more, um, just kind of sitting with me, you know, a bit more reserved, but she definitely kind of made a wee kind of group of friends, you know, and, yeah. and even if it's just for that wee period, it certainly helps just them socialising and they're looking for that person when they go and um, it definitely helped her um, that way absolutely without a doubt yeah and I, I think that's one of the great things about um about a book book it, it does kind of bring that out in, in kids and it's, it's good to see and that, and things like the, the language development and things like that I mean that's something that does play in a lot of parents minds as well whenever they're kind of as my, as my kid kind of progressing as as they should and stuff so it's great that that kind of free session and libraries can kind of help build that skill a little bit and, and get that I'm sure um a lot of talk about the benefits of Bitbug, as we were just discussing, um, tends to be around what uh, for the child for the child. But uh, the parents get a lot of it too, as well, don't they? So, what, what was your experience of that? Well, I, I might go off on a wee bit of a tangent here, but hopefully, we'll come back to the point. I just think <laughs> this is what comes, and I think Bitbug, where it comes into its own a little bit, and especially after recent years with COVID, and parents, I see some of the mums and dads coming in, and they have lost their confidence with certain groups and things like that um I think there's a big myth around us all being just kind of naturals you have a baby and all of a sudden you know what to do I think that's one of the biggest myths out there because it's a just trial and error <laughs> complete learning curve we're all learning like um like crazy and I think 100%. like that's it and sometimes you go to these groups um and if you're maybe a wee bit socially um anxious and you're walking into a mother and toddlers and not all of them but some of them my experience was certainly oh, this is horrifying. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know who to sit beside. I felt coming out of it a bit of a, a, bit of a failure, like, because I've not done enough for them. 
And um, I, I felt that really, when, when, when that was my experience with my older son, when I didn't know the book bug was there, but taking Beth to book bug and having something that's structured, something that's quite short, something that if you want to, you can go in and you can sit and chat. Or if you're feeling like, oh, I don't know if I'm there today, you can just sit and just participate and you can come out of that feeling like you've done a good job for yourself and you've done a good job for your baby and you've done something that day for them. And I think that is huge in your kind of mental health and when you're talking about a new baby and baby blues, postnatal depression, just taking that away from that and feeling like, I think book bugs maybe sometimes, it's, we, we the development of the kids is obviously paramount, but also for the parents as well it's a it's a massive thing for them just it's to have amazing. that half an hour yep i'm in i'm out i've done it yes i feel good and then that just translates to the, translates to the baby or the kids and they feel happier and so i think book bug really comes into its own in, in that kind of sense of it there's no kind of you're going in and you have to chat and you have to you know yeah. but you're still getting something out of it you know yeah and i think having, having the kind of book bug leaders are kind of leading it and given the direction of it, like you say, it's very structured in terms of how, how it goes along. So that does hopefully take away a, little, a lot of the anxiety of, of young mothers or, or fathers coming along uh, to the sessions and, and kind of having, having to participate a little bit if, if they want to and things like that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a great it's a great kind of section for them. And so that's probably a bit of a kind of hidden benefit a little bit from Bookbug because you do kind of tend to see a lot of the, the promotion about it being for the children, but there is still that kind of thing, a lot behind it for the parents too. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not um, shy in saying I did a postnatal depression with my, my oldest son and, you know, just feeling that guilt of I'm not getting out today, I'm not doing what I should be doing. And then with Beth, it was different because I just, I had that we outlet that I think I went to maybe two book bug sessions a week with Beth, um, my lovely friend Ruth in Cleland, and then I went to one at New Means, and it was just like, you know, you just felt that sense of, you know, I've done something today, and then you did meet the grannies next to you and had a wee chat, <laughs> and, oh, yours is doing that, oh, all right, okay, and you feel a bit better about yourself, and yeah. um, but as I say, some days you just go in and you think that I'm too tired to talk, I'm too tired to you know do anything else but if you sit and bounce the baby in the knee and have a wee you know cross cross line line that's all you know it's so beneficial and I think that is um that helped me massively um and I've heard my mom, some of my mum saying that they're completely intimidated getting into an environment where there's a big group that's already set and kids are running about but the structure yeah. of book bug is just um it just gives them a wee bit of um, confidence once they know what's happening to, to come in and join in you know yeah, I, I know that whenever I used to do book bug sessions as well, I think that uh, now I'm not commenting on your singing abilities, this is all about my own. I know that I can't sing at all, so even having that kind of like, not necessarily the leader in certain groups being the, the greatest singer also kind of takes away a bit of fear as well, because you think, well, you don't need to be a great singer to take part in this, because there's Chris singing horribly uh, the little green frog for for the group and things like that sort of stuff. So uh, it does. It's a bit just that a little bit more informal, I think, and and mm. and, uh, and kind of makes it a bit more friendly and, and welcoming. And I think also the kind of library setting kind of helps bring that in a little bit too, because obviously it's just a kind of friendly environment to be in. I think so. That's, that's, that's good. Now, do you think your experience of uh, going to Bitbug as a parent has changed how you prepared your sessions as a Bitbug leader because you, you said that you were a Bitbug leader before going to it with Beth, yeah. Beth is that right? Uh -huh. 
Yeah, that that's right. And um, I mean, we're all slightly different when we we lead the group, you know. And and it takes a long time, I think, to find your kind of niche. And you know, I used to watch other people do it and think, well, oh, I need to follow that. And then, oh, so it took me a while. But um, I think when I started going with Beth, I had a kind of. I used to when I was just leading the groups, I would have my session set out, and I'd be like, we're going to sing this, 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 and this. And it didn't matter. If no one was listening, I'm still doggedly trying to get through and try to <laughs> sing these songs, and nobody's, you know, it's absolute chaos around, around us. And I, I, it comes with experience. You gauge your group, you know, who's, you know, you need a wee one to bring them back in to sit in the knee, or you need a wee couple of baby ones. But I think going with Beth, it was always the the warmth that came through Ruth, and sometimes I didn't even care what she was singing or you know what she was doing she just um can I was just happy she was there doing it and 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 we we were able to help her by can I joining in and making sure we're doing our best to kind of help her and I just just kind of light bulb moment thinking you know it doesn't have to be like oh you've got to sing these 15 songs today and you've got to sing say this story and um, this big long story sometimes you just need to change it halfway through and you need to be a bit more relaxed and have a bit more mm. of a Yes, I definitely took that away for Beth because that when I took Beth because I just thought, well, why am I so hung up on you know singing all these songs when really all the parents want is a wee bit of fun and a wee bit of you know it, yeah. it just helped me lighten up my sessions a little bit and stop beating myself up if nobody was listening by the end <laughs> and stuff like that you know um, so I I definitely took that away from, from just being on that side of it and then seeing you know like. As I say, you're just out for the day. You're just having a chat. You're having a sing song, a wee bond. That's all you really need, you know. At the end of the day. Yeah, definitely. And so, what what do you hope that both the kids and parents get from coming along to a, a book bug session at New Mains Library whenever you're you're leading one? Um, I mean, first of all, and I hope it comes across, and I do try and get everybody when they come in, but I hope they feel like welcome. And if I see a new parent coming in, I'll always just go up and try and engage and have a wee chat with them first and say, this is kind of generally what we do, you know, and don't worry if you don't get it right away. Because I know we sing a lot of songs and we all all know the songs, but if you're new to that, that's quite, uh, you maybe feel a bit like, oh, what is this? But um, so uh, uh, first of all, I would love them to just come in and feel a sense of warmth and a sense of welcome. Um, And I don't want them feeling kind of intimidated by the environment or anything or feeling like, you know. um, And also, I hope they are getting a kind of a little bit of sense of pride out the fact that they've managed to get there for that day. And sometimes I see yeah. my new mums and we're laughing and because I'm thinking, you've managed to get a toddler and a baby ready today and you're still here for quarter past ten. Congratulations, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, that is a challenge. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm always kind of trying to acknowledge these wee things and say, you know, you've made it, that's all you need, you know. Um, also, I mean, if they can come along and learn a wee bit about um, the language side of it, the development side of it, a wee bit about the social side of it, I don't do it every week when I'm doing my book bugs, but sometimes we'll just drop it in about kind of things that I've learned for the conferences about um, how to pass on the rhymes and all this good stuff that's doing in our wee brains and all the kind of rhymes and stuff. That so can you chat a wee bit about that? Um, and I, I do talk a lot about kind of the bonding thing. You know, um, yeah. does it matter? As you say. I can't sing a note either and it's I'm just like don't worry about it um one of the conferences I was at and they were talking about the babies don't care if you can sing your kids don't care if you can sing they're just like watching you and taking all that and all that absorbing all that language your lip movements all that stuff so um you know don't worry about that 
um, and probably having fun. And finally, yeah. I think that my biggest thing is, you know, my mums and dads and grannies walking away from that thinking, do you know what? I'm doing okay as a parent, mm. you know, I'm, I'm all right today and we've done a good job, you know, um, hopefully. That's a big list yeah. of stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's, that's a great thing, but because there's so much to get from it, I think, as well. One of the things that I loved whenever I was uh, doing the sessions in the libraries was seeing the progression as well of, of the little ones if, if you if you if they come along from a kind of early age and, and keep it coming for a year or so to the sessions you do kind of start to notice their development and, and they, they they maybe start off they, they don't know the songs or they don't know the actions and things like that but then as time goes on they, you can start to see that in them and and I, I, that was one of the things that i loved as a book bug leader kind of seeing that kind of little development of, of the kids who came along to their sessions on a regular basis and it, it, I mean, it, it made it really fun for, for me as a bit bug leader. It is, it is incredible when you see them coming along and um, and then they just kind of, you start tapping your knees at the start and then all of a sudden they just start joining in with you. They know what's coming and they just stop right away and they're like, oh, right, here we are. And, they, and it's really, really, it's quite rewarding to see that, that um, you know, just, just that we notion of clapping the knees has, has triggered something in their wee minds and yeah. think, all right okay time to go time to start and and their favorite songs and stuff like that um it is amazing and very rewarding yeah yeah it's, it's definitely one of the i would say it's definitely one of the more fun uh tasks if we'll call it as a as a library assistant uh, or supervisor um in the library service and it's it's definitely one that I think um, a lot of our staff get a lot out that, that participate in it and and the, the, hopefully the, the public get that from the coming along. Now, so you've been involved a lot with Airbug online sessions. Um, you even went viral with a couple of videos with some huge views on it on on YouTube. I know I like to embarrass you about this every so often <laughs> to mention it, but um, how do how do you find doing those sessions? Whenever the kids aren't there, like, is that something you've been, you've enjoyed doing? Um, it, it's something you, you kind of feel like you you have to go over very quickly. I remember like, <laughs> um, when the when it first got kind of floated to us in COVID, it was kind of like, right, okay, just do a book bug session online. You're thinking, what? No way. Um, but again, I think you were our first one, if I remember correctly. I think I you did our was. first one. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they're a bit better for that. But, um, uh, I mean, it's a completely different thing. But I did. I do remember in COVID feeling like um, I, had a, I had a niece at the time who was just two in COVID, and um, I remember thinking, you know, if I can just like don't worry about my terrible singing and just put the pride aside for two minutes and deliver a wee session online for maybe somebody who who is is crying out for just something to keep the kids amused during COVID. I thought, right, let's just go over ourselves and get on with it. You know, um, <laughs> it, it is. It is. Even now, I still get nervous doing a book bug, doing an online book bug when you're just standing there and you can hear every note you're going wrong. <laughs> you know, every time you forget a word or us, so, um, it's a completely different beast. But um, I don't, I, I enjoy it now. It is good fun, but it's just, it's very, very different. And I think you just kind of need to, kind of just go over it, just do it and forget <laughs> about it. And you know, you don't need to bounce uh, off. I think that's the difference, you know. Sometimes yeah, when the kids yeah. are doing stuff, you can bounce off them, but you're just like, right, okay, let's just carry on, and, you know. 
I, I, um, I, I did one of our videos um, at one point. I think I think whoever was supposed to be doing it that week um, was off or something, and I, and I did it in a bit of a rush to kind of fill. And, and I, I found myself sitting there thinking, I can't. Re- I, as I was recording it, I, I became very aware of the fact that I thought I, I can't remember the words of five little ducks here, and this is this is going to. <laughs> it's such a strange thing I know and the amount of times you trip over your words and you're thinking oh no it is very strange it is very strange but again like you're saying it was it was almost a bit of a privilege to think right well you know I know how to deliver a book bug session let's just do it and and especially during Covid when there was nothing else going on and I really felt sorry for a lot of the mums out there who must have been thinking and and dads who are thinking what do we do with our kids all day, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I'm glad it's continuing and I'm glad that still a few people are watching it, hopefully, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I think, it, well, I think there's definitely people that, that enjoy watching it here, from, here and there and, um, and hopefully that will continue for, for good. Yeah. Um, and um, and if anyone who is uh, listening to this podcast Susan starred in our last book bug video, which went out on Tuesday during Book Bug Week. So do have a wee look and back and watch that if you want to catch her uh, dancing about for the big sugar. So uh, <laughs> it's a terrible singing. <laughs> now, it wouldn't be a chat about book bug if we didn't talk about some favourite picture books. So, what are some of your favourites that you have for your sessions at the moment and that you use for book bug at the moment? Um. My favourite one, and I stole this um, from a colleague many, many years ago. She put me onto this book, and it is one I do religiously because I just love it. And it's called Cockaburu, and it's basically oh, a cockerel. Yeah, I love Forgotten Cockaburu. How to yeah. <laughs> uh, and and the mums all know I, I I know that off by heart now. I don't even need to look at the the words um, now. But it's yeah, he's cockerels forgotten how to crow, and then he he has a go at moon, he has a go at ban, and and you know um, eventually. Oh, do I spoil it for anybody who's not read it? But you know, <laughs> happy ending. Yeah, <laughs> um, that, that's yeah, a fantastic I, I, book. Yeah. and it's one. It's okay. like you see, like I, I, I did that one quite a lot as well. And and you do kind of start to learn the whole entire book without needing actually the book there to tell you. I've actually yeah. like I, I've I've lost the copy that I had of it somewhere along the lines and. Uh, and that, but I but I've still told my kids it a couple of times and they, they laugh their head off because it's just it's hilarious making the various different funny funny sounds and they just love it. Yeah, it's so good that one. I love it. I love that one. Um, I've also been doing a little bit um, of when Mar- Marvin gets mad and it's a uh, it's just a wee bit about feelings and stuff like that. And there's a sheep Marvin yeah. and he's looking for an apple off a tree and his friend eats the apple, so he gets mad and grows big mad horns, big mad teeth. Um, so it's <laughs> it's quite a I quite like that one because we get to talk a wee bit about you know it's okay to be mad sometimes just as long as you you know can find your happiness again so that's quite a good one as well I've done that a few times recently as well so yeah just an endless list of all the the books you know but yeah yeah. I think that's what I think that's another benefit of being a book bug leader is you get to, get to spend a bit of time looking through picture books and and <laughs> appreciating the, the brilliance that goes that is picture but the picture book genre because uh, uh, they some of them are absolutely fantastic and they, yeah. there's so so many great stories out there and uh, illustrations and whatnot and things and and some job. of them <laughs> like like cock and memory, some of them are just hilariously funny and you just get yeah. to make silly daft sounds and, and as you read them <laughs> to kids, <it>. it's brilliant. <laughs> 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 uh, 
fantastic. Well, Susan, it's been great talking to you um, and um, great finding out a little bit about both your experiences as doing Bitbug as a parent and also as a Bitbug leader. And I'm sure um, all of the people who come on to Bitbug sessions at New Mains will enjoy sessions going forward and also people can watch out for more Bitbug online videos I'm sure coming from you amongst in the, in the months to come as well as we, as we keep rolling that out a bit more so um, thank you for joining me. No problem, thank you very much for having me. So there you go guys. I hope you have enjoyed listening to both Ruth and Susan and found out some really interesting stuff about Bookbug. I couldn't believe it when Susan mentioned Kokomumu. It's such a great book. And if you haven't heard or read Kokomumu before, you definitely need to catch that and check it out. For anyone who is looking to find out about Bookbug, you can find out all, all of our sessions on the Culture Nail website and look at the library section there. You'll find out all the sessions that are currently running and we have had a few extra ones for Bitbug week itself and there's probably time to catch one of those if there's if you haven't managed to do so already I think there's probably one still to go and you can also catch Susan's online session as well which is all very big shugly and uh, celebration for Bitbug week itself. That's all we've got time for just now, guys. Do watch out for future episodes. And if you have enjoyed this one, do leave us some feedback using hashtag FLB podcast or drop us a little email to librarypodcast at northland.gov.uk and we'll be back again soon. Thanks for listening and happy bookbug week. <laughs>